what? Like, why, why couldn't they make something half as cool as some <laughs> of the shit when I had kids? You would turn it sideways and slide it and it was a texting phone. That was my second cell phone. The printer that I have now, the average desk-sized printer, comes with an app and I can fax things through my phone. Really? Cheers, Cheers, and welcome to episode five of Fuck Your Podcast. Five already. Five. I'm Emma Pardo. I'm Katie Martin. And today we're talking about the generational gap. Hot topic of conversation all over TikTok, at least. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Something. So what are you drinking today? I need Pepsi, the old reliable. The old reliable. reliable. Mm -hmm. So I found this. I've been nursing it since this morning when I got to. I love those. Love them. You got to be careful. Do you know know how many milligrams of caffeine? They get you jacked up. Jacked up. There's 200. 200. Jacked up. If I would have. up. (laughs) I'm about halfway through it and I can feel the power coursing through my veins. (laughs) So it actually was a really good. It was actually a really good like lunchtime pick me up, but uh, I know I'm just yeah. I stick to my Pepsi because mm. I can't get energy drinks. I love Alani knew the brand itself. The energy drinks, okay, I like their vitamins. Anyway, tastes, Alani new sponsor us. <laughs> it tastes good. There's only ten calories. There's no sugar. Bunch of vitamins. A lot of caffeine. They're they're good for you. It's just a lot of caffeine, and oh, I just yeah. the general general taste yeah. is not my favorite. It's not bad. It's just not my favorite. No, it's this one's cherry cherry slush or cherry freeze or something. Cherry slush. So I like it. Not it's, bad. It's not bad. It's not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Oh my goodness. Oh man. So today we're talking about you know generational gap because mm-hmm. there's a little bit of a generational gap between Katie and I. I mean, <laughs> Katie, what is your mm-hmm. what is your like generation? Like what are you gen like, officially? Uh technically I'm I don't a even millennial. know what I am. You're a I'm millennial. Okay. I'm technically a millennial. Like I'm I'm like twenty eight days shy of being a Gen X. So like I'm right at the Let's cutoff. See. I'm Gen Z. Mm-hmm. And I think that's wild. Same as my kid. Um, with Zoomers. Mm-hmm. we're zoomers over here we're zoomers we're, i think we're like zoomer sounds too close to boomers and boomers <laughs> when did they start calling it zoomers maybe that maybe that's me being out of touch uh i don't know but like gen but z I in general or is, or is it like a is that a segment within gen z that is whoa uh gen z yeah zoomers okay. uh millennials preceding and preceding generation alpha hmm. so late 1990s to early 2010s is gen z okay that's fair that's fair yeah so i, anyway. I remember i remember the grade ahead of me like notorious of like the youngest gen xers like the, mm-hmm. the whole the whole i don't give a fuck class the school hated that group mm-hmm. of kids there was like a i remember the graduation had i think it was the like the class president or somebody um made us made a speech like basically I'm, i know you guys are glad to see us go <laughs> but uh but yeah i, remember, I think I remember we that. were that like my class was that class that everybody was like you guys suck like go away <laughs> please <laughs> i think I mean, at least from what i, I don't remember. know if it's it was i don't know if it's the older that i get and having kids of the you know i have a gen z child and whatever is after that i guess 
I don't know what that's called. My, Miles age, like kids that are in high school right now. Like what year was Miles I, born? 2006. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, 2006. He was almost six six six. Almost. That's terrifying. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's just because I'm a parent or like you see the the stereotypes of like the the young 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 Gen Z and like kids that are in middle school and high school right now. I'm like, yeah, that's that's annoying. I don't know how teachers put up with that. Right. <laughs> I think that could just well, be because I'm old because I know I can guarantee you when my age of people were in middle school, we were also annoying. We've said this before that I'm like an older soul for my generation. That is true. That is true. I feel like I belong a couple generations higher if you're going to mm-hmm. categorically base me off of my personality, maybe. <laughs> right. I don't know. That's fair. Um. And what was so wild is growing up, like having, being exposed to things, like I think my parents raised me right. I think they raised me on good music and good manners and mm-hmm. good sense of style or Did like at work? least like, a, yeah, I have a good work ethic, all that good stuff. Um, it sounds so conceited, but really that's like what it is. Um, I believe that they raised me right. And like, I feel that's why I'm as or farther along than my generation because i just remember growing up and being like in grade school like you don't know the beastie boys like who are you you know what i mean and that's like stuff my mom and my dad were listening to growing up or almost or like in in high school or whatever um but yeah i think it's it's gotten me far i think something i can tell you from having kids and then also it's my husband is your parents age you're my justin's for sure so yeah um i can tell you being a parent like it there is some sort of when you when you succeed at like getting your kids to like some of the music or know some of the music or and appreciate some mm-hmm. of that stuff you get some sort of weird pride out of that just like when they like the same things that you do or they like get super nerdy about the same pop culture stuff that you do there is some sort right. of weird satisfaction in that there's like pride with that um but you i'm know, just kind of... that with crew though yeah like with star wars introducing mm-hmm. him to well he knew star wars but he knew the like the newer star wars not right. like the old school stuff yeah and over the past couple months we've been like walking him through like the old school stuff letting him process it and he loves it he knows what every character who every character is all that good stuff and i like i feel that i'm like he's gonna go far with that <laughs> right <laughs> that's that's good. Star Wars keep, <laughs> will keep them out of trouble. Teaching them right. You're teaching them right. That's right. The, yeah, because I have one kid who's completely immersed in Star Wars and the other one who's just like, eh. And I'm like, seriously, the house that which you grew up in? Gabrielle was the one who was indoctrinated oh, right. from a young age. Yes. Yes. <laughs> super, super indoctrinated. Um, oh, I need to mention one thing, though. Like, even the difference in generation, like, it doesn't matter your age like you're either an apple whore or you're not like we have all apple products i know i'm like iphone imac apple watch i know apple watch we have the same one do we really oh yeah we do airpods i have two pair of airpods Mm -hmm. i have my ipad i have an apple tv hooked up to the tv back there right here we have an apple tv Mm -hmm. everything but once you like once you go all in though it's so easy that's the thing i could not half-ass it both ways oh, like no. if it was absolutely not well it's one way or the other and 
Cole has only ever had like his iPhone and AirPods and, and an Apple Watch, I think. And I was like, if you're going to get a new computer, get a freaking Mac. I'm telling they all you. work with one another. It's yes. It's insane. Like I and the the whole thing of oh it's harder to use. No, no, it's actually they're easier. Uh-uh. They're so much easier to use. So yeah, I, once you go Apple, you're not going back at all. Like because everything is. <laughs> there's no. There's no. What's the rhyme you could do with that? I don't know. I can't think of what, <laughs> what rhymes with Apple. Once you go Apple. Once you go Mac, you never go back. There you go. <laughs> That's what makes that works. Sense. Anyway, this generational gap. Right. Like I know you see it with your kids. And I like see it sometimes in crew, but like he's five. So it's not like I'm seeing so many things. It's just how he plays. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely growing up like, saw it in my sisters. Well, more recently, like when my youngest sister, she's five years younger than me, almost five years, a little less than five years, four years, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Um, four and a half. Yeah, whatever. Um, like listening to her come to me for like advice on things like dating and relationships or her complaint about work or her like it's just right day and night Mm -hmm. even even like from like four and a half years it's completely different and I have a sister Anna and she's three years younger than me so she's in between us two and she like it's like half and half sometimes she does things that like fall under what more of like Ella does there's sometimes my sister's like, no, like, like Emma's way or opinion or whatever is correct mm-hmm. on that. I don't know how to describe that, but a teeter totter is like in that sweet spot of Gabrielle's age. Right. Well, you know, what's crazy is that you don't think of that big of an age difference. Like five, let's say five years, for example, I'm, my kids have quite a bit in common. Um, Mm -hmm. but there's definitely, you can definitely see when you have one sibling who's out of high school and then like five years later, you know, the, which I guess is just a couple years later, honestly, because the age Mm -hmm. gap, but they're in high school, like for their four years, there's a, like, there's a huge difference in just that five, like five years. And if you think about it, um, it's, it's similar to like when you have babies, like you, which I know you don't know yet, but when you have a baby, the tools mm-hmm. that are at, you're at your disposal and the gadgets and the shit that they make for babies. And then five years later, you're like, oh my God, look at all these new gadgets and gizmos and things. And right. now, now I see it and I'm like, what? Like, why, why couldn't they make something half as cool <laughs> as some of the shit when I had kids? You're I know, like those, like a, um, a bouncy seat, like an exer saucer, like those saucer things were like brand yes. new. My kids were babies, and it was like the most amazing thing ever. What's so crazy is I see, um, Maddie, and she's got those like wireless breast pumps that she could literally like, walk <laughs> around amazing. and do whatever. It's crazy. <laughs> like, like I've just, I, I don't know. I, I'm not ready to be a mother yet, but it's like, oh man. I need that whenever I am ready yeah. and when it's time for that because that's just nutty. Like I need to be – like- this generation has made it easier to get multitasking done, get yeah, more done true. for your time. You don't have to go it's, one at a time. It's all instant gratification, which happened with the internet. So like that's – if you want to tell the difference, like where it totally – where it sped up dramatically was when you could get online like easily, like where it was accessible – 
to everybody. Like, we're not going to get technical and be like, the internet's been in existence since the early 80s. Like, we're not talking about, like, plugging a fucking phone into the side of a gigantic Mac, you know, an Apple computer in the 80s. We're, we're talking and, like, connecting to a modem. Right. We're talking, like, easy accessibility, you know, Ameri everyone had America online, and, like, mo you would I would say, like, more than half of your friends, and this is when I was in high school, yeah. So like, inter we didn't get the internet into. I was in. High what year school. did you graduate? Nineteen ninety nine. I was a year old. Right. <laughs> yeah. So graduated in nineteen ninety nine, and uh, maybe the year before that, maybe it was probably my freshman year, I think, because mm -hmm. my. My, believe it or not, at the time, my mom was fairly techie. Like, we had a computer before other people had computers, um, stuff like that. She may have gotten them secondhand, but she she was always fairly fairly techie pretty and fairly computer savvy then, too. So we had the internet, I would say, 1996, 97. Mm -hmm. You know, just your regular dial-up internet. And, but, like, by then, you know, once you started to be able, like, it took a while, but once you could shop, and like do other things on the internet that's where the dynamic changed as far as consumers and just people in general because right. you, just, you were programmed to where you could get anything instantaneously and then like now what's crazy is um you can tell the generations that adapted to that behavior and the ones that didn't there's a difference between the adaptation and being born into it so i hate saying it yeah you were, you were born into it my kids were born into yeah. it um i adapted to it and people that were just right. a few years older than me were fucking either terrified or amazed by it. And so right. I remember, <laughs> like, I, I, I just remember the whole th of being, like, fascinated. But there was something about that older, and that's the, that's the distinction between millennials. Like, we, we had computer labs in school. Like, we had computers. I think I always had access to We did computer lab, but. Yeah, but you didn't have them in every classroom. You weren't caring. No. Not every people didn't own laptops. Like, but that it was even like common. My senior year of high school, just twenty sixteen. <laughs> my, oh my senior God. year of high school. <laughs> I had a ten year old, a ten year old and a fifteen year old <laughs> when you graduated um, high school. Like even then, like we had. I mean, I'm not saying we didn't have technology. Obviously, right. twenty sixteen, we had a bunch of technology, but we weren't at the point where it was like every classroom had Chromebooks. That was like. We were lucky if every classroom had smart boards and you were lucky if your classroom had what the, what the Chromebooks that day. I mean, I know what a, a smart board is. Yeah. It's, but like, I mean, I, I <laughs> actually know what it is. Touchscreen, yeah. Oh, that didn't exist. I mean, shit, dry erase boards were brand new like, right. when I was in high school. And when I went to college, the college still only had computer labs. Like, mm -hmm. do you remember the multicolored iMacs? The ones that were like the big boxy yes. iMac and they were all different colors. And I only, I only know that because like the, and they were like rounded. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. I only know that because I'm pretty sure my aunt or my uncle, somebody had one and they were like younger. Because my mom's the oldest. She like, this is back when I was like five. Right. I don't know how old I was. It was like, I was young. I remember they had one. And I think it was blue. Anyway, yes, I remember those. Right. And now so, look at them like I'm we're filming this yeah, on right, exactly. laptops. Yeah. Like we're filming this on laptops and like talking to each other. I wonder I can't remember like when FaceTime became a thing. I remember Skype 
like Skype was like this brand. I remember that when that was brand new. FaceTime came out in t- 2010. Oh, okay. Um, and that came out with with iOS four. Four. Okay. Yeah. I so didn't. Been... I didn't even get an iPhone until 2015. Oh, I had. I so I went from my first. I didn't have a. I didn't have a cell phone until Gabrielle was born. So I didn't even get a cell phone until 2001. Let me see my first cell phone, and I want to pull up a picture. Do you know how this, old I am? The LG Remark. Oh yeah. And it was a tiny little thing that slid up, like this, and then it I slid had down. Something... Oh, okay, so I had something like similar. It did. Mine wasn't that small, but my second phone was a. You would turn it sideways and slide it, and it was a texting phone. That was my second cell phone. I have, <laughs> I can't even, uh, let's see if I have anything that looks similar. I can, it's probably a Nokia of some sort. Hold on. Let me look at my TV remote. Okay. okay. So, here's, the, here's, the, here's the remote for my TV. Okay. Yeah. So this is practically what my first cell phone looked like. The only difference is like right here where all these number pads are was a teeny ass tiny screen and it had an antenna that you could pull out of it. That was my so- first cell phone. I only know those because a little bit smaller, maybe like, you know, like maybe if you take off this last fourth of the size, like, but that's about what my first cell phone looked like. And then my second one was a flip phone. And then I had a variety of Androids, but I don't even think I had a decent Android smartphone until like, hmm. I'm trying to find my, so while. I know those, those phones. Cause when I was yeah. younger, like if my grandparents, my grandparents had like that, um, Oh, where is it? It was a a yellow Nokia flip phone. And I remember I used to like, yeah. when they got new phones, I played on it all the time. Like just, it, it didn't have service or anything, but I would <laughs> that's like. Still more, that's still more recent than any of the cell phones. I don't even think I could Google. This one. I remember my grandpa gave us this one. <laughs> to like play with when he was done. Right. Was, is that Nokia? It's a Motorola. Motorola, yeah. Yeah. I don't even see I'm like <laughs> what is I that? A, is the M is staring at me. I had a Motorola um it was like a smartphone. Like I remember the the last smartphone I had, or the first actually it was the first smartphone I had. I had a texting phone. Mm-hmm. Um but and then when I switched to a smartphone, which probably wasn't until until I worked until I was running a roofing company, and it was like twenty thirteen, <laughs> and I Damn. had like I I was in eighth grade twelve like twenty twelve twenty thirteen, and then I uh, at some point during that time frame of my life is when I got my first iPhone. Mm-hmm. And then I never, then I never went back. Like once I figured it out, then I never, like I never went back. I so. had, my mom was an Android user uh, before she got an iPhone. And when she switched to iPhone, I think she switched to iPhone. Maybe. No, she was Android for a while. My, um, my first phone was that little blue LG one. And then that one broke. Mm-hmm. And the neighbor next to us was, had like a, one of those like actual like flip to text not a slide right. or a flip like normal it was a flip texter one that i used for a while and then um i think my mom gave me her old android and that thing the battery on that thing lasted like 45 minutes 
That's funny. So then I switched to iPhone after that, and I've been iPhone ever since. Well, instead of keeping like going down the iPhone route, if you think about from well, from a technology standpoint, that's where you see like basically from the eighties mm-hmm. going on, it, like technology has improved at a faster rate than technology has in history. Like it's right. it's it's been the fastest. So of course, kids are raised with it now at this point, where you have. I, I, I not to pat myself on the back, but like the, the whole older elder millennial thing, or they call them millennials mm-hmm. cause they're right between gen X and millennials. Right. We had to, we had to adapt all the time, all the time, mm-hmm. always, be learning, always be learning, always be learning. Because if you would have waited another five years, like I said, my brother's age and a few years younger than him, they just had that shit already. Like in schools, like he had computers younger. So it, it became younger and younger and younger. But if you think about it, the whole thing, the difference where one generation complains about the next generation because they had more faster, it's just become more obvious now. Like there right. is, if you really think about it, and I want to know, what is it about society? I probably should have Googled this ahead of time. Like, what is it about society where you start to become like old and crotchety and your views, <laughs> your viewpoints start to change? Because if you really think about it, the whole greatest generation they used to think the same shit about boomers that boomers think about Gen Z, but you gotta remember boomers were fucking hippies. They were hippies. Do you, have you seen the TikTok of the lady crying in a great clips? I think she was a great clips employee. <laughs> and she's like, well, she doesn't know. She's like, 60 and up is the last great generation. And it's like, oh okay that's not the that's not the same tiktok of the woman that's like i don't understand why my kids want nothing to do with me <laughs> no um There's some correlation there lady well like what i want to know as we're like talking about this do you think <laughs> there ever will be a time where we just don't have to like from technology standpoint mm-hmm. there's just never going to be an adapt or do you think that we're gonna like do you think we're at the point of like, I don't feel like I, you know, you said I'm born, I was born into it, right? Sure. The stuff that comes out these days, I don't feel like I'm adapting. It's just like the way, oh, I think there's you- a, there's going to be a point where we don't have to adapt. We're just going to know because of the coverage that all this technology gets. Like as technology I mean- advances, media advances and media pushes these things and kind of gives you these, like you have resources like YouTube yeah. and all these things that can walk you through how to use stuff. But that's like... We're using the technology to, to use the technology, and I think there just comes a point where we don't have to adapt anymore as far as technology goes. I don't like, think it's that I don't think big that's of an true, adapt. Though. Maybe really? okay, okay, maybe not that big, but here's my here's my That's what I'm saying. Not that big. I, can, I think we'll always have to. And I can tell to. you that uh, the last office environment that you and I were both in, there mm-hmm. were a couple people um, younger than you who could barely use a computer. And what's and that just blows that, my mind. That's and that's and so this is this is the different again. This is it's it's a paradigm shift going in kind of a different direction because I have to I've had like technology. That's kind of like I had to learn, 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 and you adapt, and then mm-hmm. you get to this place of complacency because shit's so easy. So you get mm-hmm. a kid who's been raised on a screen and they've had an iPhone in their hands since they were eight and have had all of like basically all the information they could possibly get from this one resource Mm -hmm. like transitioning over to like using a a different machine full time if they're you either are resourceful or you're not like the resources are there 
Right. And you're, you're always going to have new resources, but if you lack the resourcefulness, that kind of is across the board. There's plenty of kids. I say kids, well, kids get, cause if they're younger than you, they're my fucking kids age. But, <laughs> but I've seen some that it's like, you put a computer in front of them and they're like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like, are you kidding me? And you know, what's what? so wild having crew at five years old, that boy knows how to work so much technology. It was like he was born and he already had the knowledge of technology right. and, um, and this is no knock at any parenting that he's had. He just gets it. Mm-hmm. And it's insane how fast he gets it. Right. You either have a, you like, you have a desire to or something, or you don't. And so sometimes it's, I don't, like I said, I think there's always going to, you're always going to have that. You're always going to have that level of people that have to adapt. But again, and it could also be what they had exposure to. Like, let's say you have somebody that didn't come from, you know maybe they were a poor family and they Mm -hmm. maybe only had access to certain technologies when they were in school which i get i get that but there's one person that i'm thinking about in particular i'm not going to name any names um but grew up in a fairly wealthy household where i'm like what what do you mean you don't like oh my computer skills aren't that great you just you went to four years of college right what do you does this does this person feel fuel my hate fire I don't, I think Is this so. somebody I know? Yeah, it's somebody that you know. It's somebody that you know. Give me a, like, inside hint that nobody else would know. Um, you might forget about her. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, we work together. <laughs> we okay. don't need to decode it on the podcast here. I'll just, no. I'll just, I'll just text it to you. Oh yeah, I was about to say text it about. to me. I'll just text it to you, but no, I'm not calling you. But but I was shocked though. Like she was, I liked her. Like I liked her. I know. Okay, that's what I was hoping you okay. saying. That's who I'm talking about because yep. I had that conversation. But and think- I I have to resist the what the fuck. Like I mean, that's one of those where I had to consciously swallow. Don't say something unbecoming, because but I was people of like my generation and younger Mm -hmm. do you think with their exposure to technology they lack social cues or social skills 100 percent. yeah 100 percent. and i yeah again i say that to have even just like evaluating my own kids i have one who they're both great around people like they have manners Mm -hmm. they will talk they're quiet um i've seen i've seen gabrielle in um i've seen her in an environment with a group of people but she always talks about having anxiety and not wanting to be around people but she's great with people and miles i i'm not trying to i'm not even trying to pick on him because what what 16 year olds really know how to pick up on social cues in an adult world they like not they get some they pick up on some. yeah i was gonna say they should pick up some but they're not going to pick up on the same social cues that their parents would and that takes it takes some good home training that's what that takes but yeah, um but no are, there ki- are there people of your generation who lack social skills or the desire to be around people or yeah, a basic interviewing skills like things that um i hate to say that kids i get the similarities that i have between gen x and the reason why i maybe relate a little more to them i'm like i, f- I fit the two stereotypes i have the the stereotype that gen x has really good work ethic which is mm-hmm. probably probably there's truth to it right that's why it's a stereotype like i fit into that but then i fit into the technologically savvy like a millennial so i'm, yeah. I'm right in between where the, that part of being gen x was like my parents just kind of like kicked you out the door and you're like 
figure it out go fly little birdie like right <laughs> you had to take care of yourself or you starve to death and you know like you just you had that more figure it out where i can tell you some of that goes directly into parenting because all of the things that we were put through that were really 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 fucking hard the millennials mm-hmm. I, I will say we are the worst parents we are the worst you think so parents and not from not from a place of not taking care of kids we are the worst parents from spoiling our kids because we wanted them to have all of the things we didn't have and we wanted them to have all of the attention that we didn't get because we didn't younger gen x and and elder millennials we wanted our kids to have the love and attention and them to feel that they're special that our our parents didn't show us and we also wanted them to have all of the things the stuff the toys the gadgets the shit that we didn't have i think that gets worse as parents get younger like i think so too yeah i wouldn't say that i wouldn't say it's not horrible but it's just not it doesn't get any better there's no like where do you think helicopter parents were were like stemmed from the millennial generation i mean because you have some no it would have had to been the it would have had to been the millennials no because the millennial generation is justin millennial then justin's gen x so gen x that's Mm -hmm. right so my mom my dad my said my dad is on the the very end of a baby boomer okay um i think my mom was or of like the baby too, boom but he, she was more the older <laughs> and <laughs> what was i gonna say um so you think they question? were helicopter helicopter parents no not at all not at all they weren't helicopter parents that's something that i'm struggling with now is being kind of helicopter well then that with, means like that means millennials would be helicopter parents like 100 percent because if they're older they're gen x your parents are gen x and your dad's almost a baby boomer they were still they were right in between the absentee parent and like they paid a little bit more attention to their kids but they still wanted you to be really self-sufficient because they were raised in a way that like kids were just meant to be seen and not heard so they tried to make up for it but they didn't get the full backswing yeah i think millennials i don't feel like i was overly spoiled as a child like there were things that i like i got more traditional like discipline i got like i didn't get spoiled like we earned things right sure and that's something that i respect out of my parents as well is that um everything that i've done in my life is something that i've earned like i had a job at the bowling alley that wasn't handed to me like i had to be the one to show interest like yes i'd like to work here and people always thought that like oh you are the the daughter of the owner so you must get paid so much right no i had the same wage as everybody else yeah i had to earn it and same with buying cars and you know i had cell phones and stuff so yeah i was probably more spoiled than a traditional Mm -hmm. like parenting style i guess but there was still a lot of things my parents like kept us in check on like sure social cues and Mm -hmm. attitude and discipline right all that stuff now today seeing like all the gentle parents mm. <laughs> gentle parenting i can't can do it down no i don't i don't judge anybody that so, does it i can't do it so i'm not going to do it but that's I mean, also I like mean, something that i might is, judge some people that do it i mean because there's some there's plus sides and there's and there's downsides right but there's right. like but there's also something to be said for a good ass whipping when a kid needs it 
Like, right. I'm not, I mean, we, we spanked our kids. I'm not gonna, like, there's, there's no, no shame in that. Like, I that think every kid thing. deserves a healthy amount of fear of their parents. Right. Every, every child should fear their parents in a healthy way. Right. So the, but I, with my kids, it, I, there are certain things, obviously there's certain things that I taught them, like they had responsibilities, but I could definitely say we a hundred percent and that, and it was more me, I think, even than it was Justin, where mm-hmm. I'm just like, buy them stuff. Like they need to have this stuff. I was always told, no, I was always told I couldn't have it. I was right. the one that had to. And again, it was that whole thing of there was probably more going on internally with me <laughs> processing shit with my parents. Right. But I did, it was, but it was a backswing. So you, you always have that to a degree where mm-hmm. if somebody's like, I don't know what's wrong with kids these days, they're fucking parents. Usually like, I mean, the it's, it's stemmed from something, which is also then stemmed from their parents, which is stemmed. I think so you can kids break are the getting cycle. bolder and bolder younger on. Mm, but do you think I that's could... just something that's like a, an evolutionary trait or do you think that's because of the generation of parents that are taking care of them right now it's the generation of parents yeah. in my opinion i think it's i don't think that's just evolution um we can be bold with the amount of technology that we have especially you know the kids being born into it now mm-hmm. as far as fearing less in the outside world I believe, but yet again, you know, we have people with so much social anxiety and I can't do this and I can't do that. And I prefer to be on my phone or, um, not show up to things if it's an in-person, you know, that social right. anxiety I'm talking about, like when it comes to being like badass kids, like that need discipline, <laughs> they're getting yeah. bolder and bolder with what they're doing. Yeah. Because they, because they can, they have like, right. you have, they have access to different things where you didn't have right. that before. Um, it's talking about like so social anxiety. I was talking about this over the weekend because I have to be in like it's got to be the right time, the right place with enough advance notice to go to like a social event. Like to mm-hmm. go to it's different if it's something that's like small and intimate, but like if I if it's somebody that I went to high school with and they're like having a bridal shower, I'm like Ugh. Mm. you know, and <laughs> Like, Please, God, so, no. <laughs> and I know Emily's going to hear this, which I've been looking forward to going to her baby shower. Because oh, that's different. That's not. Presents. But then I'm thinking, you're not going to be there. I'm like, who's going to be there? Who's going to be there? That I, like, So I'm already going through, even though like. Am I, I going to be comfortable with the people in the environment? Right. And and this is the weird thing, because if you put me on the phone with somebody, if I have to interview 10 people, then I don't I don't care. Like I and I'm selectively. I told Justin I have very selective social anxiety. He's like, oh, do you mean like when we pull into the parking lot of a restaurant and there's too many cars and you already start freaking out about it when we pull into the parking lot? I'm like, yeah, yeah, why do I do that? (laughs) Why do I do that? But if you were to put me on a a Zoom call or like I have to make a presentation in front of people, like I don't do that shit. So why do I have this weird selective social anxiety it's just more right. of like i gotta be i gotta be in the mood well to here's do the it. thing like i am the type of person and cole is as well um who like being in our house and in our neighborhood like if we like the neighbors we'll go out and say hi like we'll be friendly and like see our neighbors right mm-hmm. let them know that they could trust us and and we want to trust them right. right just having your neighbors back and what's so funny is that i know some people that are my age that are like I don't know my neighbors. I'm not going to go talk to them. Like, well, they're your, 
they're your neighbors they live yeah. literally next door you, got, um, you guys share a property line like and i well i mean i could tell you i was probably like that when i was a little bit younger but that was that whole thing of becoming like being an adult like moving when i moved right. in with justin and then like getting to know those neighbors but that's i can relate like i can relate to that where you don't know your neighbors you don't go outside you don't answer the door <laughs> <laughs> what's so funny is we have the technology like ring cameras mm -hmm. and you don't have to answer the door you don't have to answer the door and you can just see who's on there and if you want right. to ignore them you don't even have to go to the door and like be afraid to make a sound no you just stay you where you are and look at it on your phone mm -hmm. you don't have to thing. answer your phone you don't have to answer if it rings see. i like i ring and i'm like what what the why the fuck is my phone ringing like text me so let's <laughs> all right. i so will I was... never forget sitting at the dinner table and we had a wall phone at the time right we talked about this earlier having a wall mm -hmm. like we had an old home phone we don't anymore mm -hmm. but when i was a kid that's how it, you know having home phones which is crazy that that's a thing of right. the past just having that extra line anyway we had the wall phone my mom's we're all eating dinner we're sitting down somebody called <laughs> my mom answers and she's like you called at dinner time click yeah <laughs> and hung up but like i can't tell you how many times where i'm like eating dinner like on facetime with katie or on the phone and like we're just chit-chatting and going about our day so i remember that being a big anyway. deal and then telemarketing don't call it dinner time ruin that yeah you don't call it dinner time yeah. i remember my parents doing the same thing like you don't like you don't call it dinner time um the oh texting this was something when we talked about this week's podcast um so <laughs> difference between generations 100 percent um so when you're raised with it is different than when uh like different than when you had to adapt to it so my first phone had texting kind of mm -hmm. what what did they call it t9 texting is that what it was is that what it was called? Oh, where you had to like press like the button push, a million times yeah you had to push the number three like three times to get to the letter that you wanted to or whatever um so that's my first cell phone and they charged you by the text message so fast forward now like when i got my first smartphone and it's like oh they don't charge for text messaging this is amazing you can just message people if you have a quick question you don't have to call mm -hmm. and you get so used to that and then you have kids who again were born into it that's all they've ever mm -hmm. known they don't answer their phone they don't make phone calls so but it's to the point now where there are so many texting acronyms where i just like honestly one somebody earlier to me I have a text message campaign in our marketing software going out right now. I'm sitting here watching the text messages come in and somebody just responds WN. What does that mean? I, I thought the same fucking thing. It's wrong number. <laughs> <laughs> I would have never like, thought that wrong number. Like, did I inconvenience you that bad? We're right. typing the two words wrong number was going to take too much out of your day that's crazy it took, i'm surprised it took i didn't more know brain that power, it took more brain power for me to decode what the fuck that meant so <laughs> my kids do that every once in a while it took forever for me to uh the like the two that i use lol I that's out. it that's it i still use i still use lol which i think i think lmao like how lazy am i i think lmao is too much like i'm not gonna sit there and type out lmao right. but i'll type lol <laughs> for, so for the longest time my kids would text me wyd what are you doing i know do you know how long it took me to figure out what the fuck that meant i'm like what huh and then they just would send it again 
or just even it's like can you just two words two three words just type it you can fucking talk and text something else i want to kind of like man segue into in a way and this isn't really like this is kind of just like a clear cut we're gonna go into it yeah have you noticed like with you your like age in the dating Mm -hmm. pool compared to (laughs) your kids like what are the differences i have like uh, oh yeah that's right you just kind of (laughs) imprinted (laughs) i went from one hey dustin don't know what dating's like i mean i i know enough what dating's like listening to like his horror stories of it but can you imagine like having to meet people face to face in order to go on a date that's crazy like i my first relationship i was like two weeks from graduating high school that's when i like officially had a boyfriend and it's because i knew him from high school you know um compared to like for me I've gone on like traditional dates. Somebody's asked me on a date, I'll go, we'll have dinner, you know. Sure. Like I think that's normal. However, I did meet Cole through TikTok. <laughs> so there's that. That's already different. But my sister Ella dated somebody in high school and they dated for some odd months and they never texted or called each other. They would just Snapchat. That's how they communicated was through Snapchat. How what age? And she was a senior. Senior. I think Miles had his first quote unquote girlfriend, and it was just a Snapchat girlfriend. But it would have been like middle middle school, like higher middle school, maybe freshman of high school. And that's something that's so crazy is that it was just like, why don't you guys just call and talk to each other? No, that's weird. I I can't double snap him, which means send two Snapchats in a row, like. I don't know all the restrictions. The I thought it was weird. Yeah. There was there's yeah. so many rules when it comes to that. Like I feel like as generations go on, they've made dating more complex. Mm-hmm. Like cuz I think of dating as okay, a well, guy thinks you're I think because everybody like you think it's so scary and I don't and that could be like as a as a single girl. I mean, I don't know. If you're a single person, but that's also I think you like have in, you have to be careful. But using apps like tinder and stuff like that bumble whatever they're called having that out there i think is more traumatizing than somebody coming up to you in a social setting who either has common interests as you or finds you attractive and says hey i would like to take you out and i think that you could get a read on a person way better than through a phone and that's something that generationally it's go like people are going on the apps there's so many different apps for so many different sexualities and so many interests and there's like Mm -hmm. there's like tinder or bumble best friends where you can find just friends online and meet them right and so that that kind of reminded me last night gabrielle came over for dinner and she said that uh um oh man i'm trying to remember the context of the conversation but she's like um and then i can just go home and go back to my bubble well the world again instant gratification you have you can create your own bubble like mm-hmm. and, and this this whole um this the whole society right now like kids can now or younger people in their 20s can now create this bubble like i can work from home or i can work from home and then come home and just do what i want with my interests they've become more independent so if you're already somewhat antisocial there's no way that you would have been able to date or find a significant other 
without some sort of social group. And that's basically how people did it. Like you either went to bars, you went to nightclubs. And if that wasn't your scene, you did, you actually went out and joined other social groups where now they have apps. They have apps for you to find the right social group. If you actually do want to go out of your, get out of your house. That's something that my mom always told me too, is like, even when, and this was just for friendships. This wasn't for dating. Mm -hmm. She was like, you need to go out and find people that have the same common interests as you. So you can have that like bubble. You can create Mm -hmm. that bubble. Not that I, or I can expand my bubble. Let's just say that because I was one of those girls with my previous relationship that if he wasn't around to hang out, I didn't go out. Yeah. Right. She's like, you're getting depressed. You need to go out, go find something to do. Like go join an art class, go do that. I'm like, that's weird. Yeah. Like, yeah, see, there seems things you like see that. The value that are in it, though, for... you... Yeah. The more... yeah. There's, I mean, you see some value in that now, like as you get older, yeah. Absolutely. if you think about it, when you're in middle school and high school, it's like it, you're trapped like with the same group of people. So you have to either you create social connections or you are miserable because middle school is the most traumatizing part of most people's lives. And high school can be if if you're not in with the right, like, and and the thing that, I think the thing that sucks is when you're in a smaller school, you you don't have as many options. When you're in a larger school, you can still somewhat find that bubble because there's more interest, there's more diversity. Where right. in smaller schools you can't get that, and then the minute you get out of high school, if you don't go straight into college, and honestly, college, I think I didn't talk to anybody in college. Yeah, I went sometimes to classes. you don't. I went to Amsel. Mm-hmm. I went I commuted. I was the editor of the newspaper, and I talked to one other person. And other than that, it was I go to class, I go home, I go to work. I did full time mm-hmm. school and full time work, and it was just like I'm doing this for me, not for any of you people. Right. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I ended up having a small group of people, a small group of friends, because if you're in the same, like, if you're in a very specialized program, you tend mm-hmm. to connect with people, you know, it's kind of, kind of like high school. If you have a bunch of classes with the same people, you tend to form that connection. But then once you right. leave that environment, like, let's say you, that you don't go to college, if you come right out of high school, you don't realize then you're completely isolated right. because you don't see those same group of people every single day. You don't see, you actually have to make effort to go and connect with those people and if you don't have the desire or somebody pushing you a little bit to get out and be social then it there's just no way if you would have said hey i'm going to take a bunch of 20 somethings like let's say you take you grabbed five like it'd be a good premise of of a movie take five 21 year olds and take them back into the past and just drop them in like 1990 and say go get a date right yeah like do it on your own look you have to meet them in person i think people would lose their minds i am the one of those people that is jealous that they did not get enough time in the 90s i was born in 1998 (laughs) like i didn't get enough time in the 90s and i wish i would have had a little more time to like i don't want to wish myself older but it was Mm -hmm. like like some of the things i think about i'm like i wish I could experience it because I got the tail end of it. So I got to experience some of it. And some days I'm like, I wish for that back. <laughs> like mm-hmm. just how simple things were. I hate a sounding like I saw this TikTok and I sound like a complete grouch, but I think because I've had to adapt to technology as, as much as mm-hmm. I've, I have, and it's something that I, I actually am passionate about and enjoy doing. Think about the generational gaps in the workplace. Like they're like, are you do you work in a business where you're with a mixture of like boomers and Gen X and millennials and Gen Z? 
and I'm thinking, I mean, yeah, I've been in that mix with Gen X, but like I'm the older end now, you know, if, if we were in a traditional work setting, but mm -hmm. like, I couldn't imagine working with people where it's like making an executive level salary because they've only, they've just decided to work at the same place for the last 30 years and they don't know how right. to read an email. Right. There's <laughs> my dad's been email. at the same place for the longest time and there's so many things like he knows what he knows and that's it. Like I mean that's everybody, yeah. but like he knows the bare minimum with technology on what he needs to do for work and that's mm -hmm. it. Um what's so crazy? Did you do you remember that TikTok that went viral of the kid at Starbucks that was complaining like I had to work an eight hour shift on my feet? And I like I got no. a one fifteen minute break that entire eight hours and it's like Huh. Some of these people growing up now that are in that, it's just like, <laughs> I did that. That's I hard. Grocery store. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I didn't realize that was hard. I didn't realize that was hard work. Uh, man, that's going to be sad. I didn't either. If well, you, no, if you... I didn't realize that's hard work either. Like, I worked a shift job, an hourly. Right. Like, mm -hmm. where, you know, before I was in an office or before I was doing any of this. And you have your shifts and I didn't have any breaks at the bowling alley. Like there's times yeah. I would be able, it'd be slow. So you didn't have to sure. do as much, You might, but it was might be on your feet, get off your feet for eight to 10 hours. Mm -hmm. And I worked 40 plus hours a week and the kid was complaining. I remember it was, it was a while that I went viral, but, um, yeah, he was like crying in tears. Like, Oh my God, I work eight plus hours a day. It's like, okay. So does everybody else. <laughs> yeah. See, I can't, I can't relate. I can't relate to that. I mean, I've never been, and I've never had to do like strenuous labor. Like, mm -hmm. like I, I've never been in a job where it was just strictly like a labor job, like a construction job or in a factory or something like that. Like I've not had to do that, but I've worked. Oh gosh. I mean, my first jobs were in a restaurant. So, I mean, you have restaurant, mm -hmm. you're on your, you're on your feet. Um, restaurant, grocery store, trying to think like through my head, like, in my head, I mean, multiple all through high school it was restaurants, and then a bar, and then a grocery store, uh, a nursing home, a bank, like all the weird jobs that I had through college, and then from the bank, uh, no, before the bank, worked in a call center. So it's it's all a variety of different, basically hourly shift right. works until you figure out what you want to do when you grow up. And I worked two hourly jobs at one time. I had Even, three you know? the summer the Ooh. summer between my um the summer between my